Welcome to the podcast where we're harvesting humor, planting delight. Join us, Iona and Cammy. Let's have some fun. It's time for Fed by Farmers. <laughs> Hello <laughs> and welcome to Fed by Farmers with me, Cammy Wilson. And me, Iona Murray. That was beautiful into that there yeah, as well. Iona and I were just talking about like laughing making you feel better so i thought let's just get straight into the podcast like that um sounds like the roof is coming down on us. <laughs> the, this the the team are busy getting the last christmas orders out because although today merry christmas merry christmas this is out on christmas day it's not actually christmas day because i would never pay i on a double time <laughs> triple time on christmas day is that what folk are these days oh, is that I what you know. are well, yeah that's what i am oh uh, yeah no, no i would never pay double time or anything like that for christmas day so better just to take so it So where will you be today? Today, as I sit here, <laughs> I am actually in Devon. Devon? Yes. How is it? It's lovely. And having Very a nice mild. time? Yeah, I'm having a great time. Really? And what are you doing right now? <laughs> uh, I'm just at the farm. I'm just uh, getting downstairs, getting the presents opened. Do you think anyone will actually listen to this podcast on Christmas Day? Um. Yes, I do. Because farming never stops. Farming never exactly, stops. Exactly, which is why we're putting it out on Christmas Day. Shout out to all our farmers who are out there working, whether you are milking cows, checking yows, or something else that rhymes with <laughs> ows, then good on you. <laughs> yeah. What will you be eating? Are you turkey, traditional? Well, I'm hoping they have goose. I've never tried goose. Neither had I until a couple of years ago went down to Devon mm -hmm. and... Yeah, well, I've been there a couple of times, but that was last... Angus was born last year, year before I went to Devon, and they had goose. Really? And it was, it's brilliant. Is it? Yeah, What's it brilliant. like? Is it quite gamey? <sighs> yeah, oh, good question. Or is it like white meat? Uh, it's a kind of... Oh, now you've got me. Is it a kind of dark coloured meat? In my head it would be dark, but I don't know. Yeah, I think it's darker now. I can't I just remember thinking goose wouldn't be that flash, and then thinking <laughs> goose is class. <laughs> You're really into the rhymes today, aren't you? Hey, uh, <laughs> Rabbi Burns 2.0 here. So, yeah, in today's podcast, of course, we have uh, the legendary, uh, my hero, James Nisbet, is going to be on. Now, for anyone who doesn't know James, I'll, I'll give you a, a bit of an introduction to him before we get into this, because we're falling into a Q&A session here where I we're going to talk nonsense for half an hour. <laughs> and it is Christmas Day, I want to go in and get my dinner. <laughs> so, uh, for James Nisbet, for anyone who doesn't know, James is a beef and sheep farmer in Ayrshire. His family also own a butcher's, J.M. Nisbet and Son, which is booming, very popular, mm. with restaurants, but very popular in the farming community as well. But yeah, James will tell you a bit more about it in, mm -hmm. in the podcast, how many sheep he's running, how many cattle he's running, massive numbers, massive handling. He's got uh, him and his fairly small team. But he is a, a beacon of positivity. Yeah, he is. He's quite nervous, actually, in the interview. Mm -hmm. The interview you're about to watch, he was quite nervous because I think he's maybe worried because this podcast now is getting a bit of traction, especially after Alan's uh, podcast, mm -hmm. the amount of feedback I've had from that. But it's getting a bit of traction now. I think Jamesy was maybe a wee bit worried because he's usually, he just says whatever he thinks and it's a laugh. But yeah, he was definitely having a wee thinker before he spoke. Before he spoke, yeah. Uh, so, so that he was a wee bit different than, than we're used to, but it's still fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, really so, interesting. Yeah, I hope you're going to enjoy this one. Let's, without further ado, let's get started. So here we are, James Nisbet. James, it's great to have you here. Hey, hello. How you doing? Good to be here. Yeah, good man. Uh, how are you? Hey, good, very good. Eh? Good. Just working away, you know. Just enjoying this 
winter weather. Yeah. It's are funny you know? how you just go to the weather, isn't Aye. it? Yeah, folk yeah. just do that. Yeah, but are you enjoying it? No, I hate it. It's been hellish. It has been terrible this last wait, week. Wait, wait, wait. Which is a good band, and we'll get on to music uh, choice <laughs> in, a, in a little while. But for, <laughs> first of all, what's the big work just now? Uh, no, uh, we're just kind of busy getting calves clipped, you know, getting calves getting sold in January, so just getting calves all tidied up and... Before. Is this fresh weaned calves? Uh, I freshly weaned in October and they've come in the shed, they've all pneumonia and now <laughs> they're getting over it. <laughs> have you lost anything? Of course, have you I'll, lost any calves? Of course not. No, of course not. Mate, this is what we're <laughs> honest here. <laughs> no, I've definitely lost a few, yes. Oh, you have? Uh, oh, right, okay. So it's, been a, it's been a tough, I must just picked a wee virus in the shed and, you know, it's went through every shed, but we're just okay. part of farming, eh? Right. Well, I, listen. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't really know anything about cattle, so you can actually just pick this up off the shed. I thought I, it was to I, do with the weather. I think it? it has to do with the weather, but I think like even like a wee bud could even just bring it in a wee vi. I can a wee virus I picked up at the neighbour's farm, and then it comes in through our shed, and each calf just gets it. So right. So and it's the neighbour's fault. You get pneumonia. I'm gonna blame the neighbour. <laughs> uh, and then like I think even just like me getting into the shed in my welly zone. I think I pass it around each shed. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Really. Yep. Yep. Would you get wee mats? Wee disinfectant mats. Aye. Bit of a faff. Uh, it was a wee bit of a faff in that. But, aye. <laughs> it's probably what we should yeah, yeah. Is that what you, right, okay, that's interesting. Is that what you do at Dumfries House? Do you have like, disinfected mats? Mm-hmm. Right, okay, aye. That's probably, probably a good idea. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you jump from pen to pen and think it's all going mm-hmm. to be fine. And it, just, it comes, like, it, it's actually away now, but it came, like, came within a, a day and then stayed for a fortnight, then it's away again. Just, like, you mm-hmm. seem to get a wee... Well, I know with sheep it goes through in like waves, doesn't it? Yep. You know, you can lose yep. two or three at once, or I've heard stories of people losing ten plus, like just overnight. Mm, no, like, no. coming through, but so it's the same with cattle. It's just the same as calves, right? And how do you treat them? You're trying to just jag, just jag them with two or three things from the vets. Are you, you know? jagging blanket, jagging everything, or just eh, as no, you see just it? The, just as you see it. Right, okay. But like some you'll know seeing that something was happening quite quick in that, you know, mm-hmm. just get worse. Just takes its turn, you know. It just takes its takes its course. Yeah. I spoke to the vet and they said you just have to let it take its course. And it'll, it'll come, come and go. So, you know, after, after they get the virus, that's their immune to. I think the cattle were too like the cattle that tain it were actually away in a bit of ground. They would never march with any cattle. Okay. And I think they were too clean, so they would have no. They wouldn't be resistant to any type of viruses. Um, so it's like town kids versus farm kids. Yes. Right. Okay. Or all of us coming out of COVID, catching everything. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're they're being. A, like subjected it's probably, to all these viruses. It was very similar to, you know, mm-hmm. similar to that. And how many have you lost? Uh, nine. Nine. And how many cattle do you run? I've got about, there's about 450, 460 cows. So there's probably, there'll be maybe 400 calves kind of running now. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, it's, it's probably That's not, a big yeah. it's probably not a lot, but it felt like a lot, you know, because you were just, jack, you know, oh. and that's not including the vet bill, you know, to be fair, the vet bill could be another Three or four, five thousand, probably just in medicine. Yeah. And then there's and a lot. Plus, and, and what value are those calves you're losing? Easy, like, what, what would e- you easy counting a thousand pound a calf. Yeah. Yep. So there's nine grand plus the five grand, so you're fourteen mm. grand down just through a bit of bad luck. Uh, just a bit of bad luck. Just a bit of bad luck. And, that's, you know, cause and l- that's farming. Because uh-huh, last year, you know, I'd lose maybe a couple. Yeah. Yeah. This year's just been one of those years. Four hundred calves. That's quite a big. Oh, uh, what breeds are you running? Mostly Charlies. A few Angusy, but mostly British Charlies. And they, why them? Just to put on the weight, the, 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 you know, it's all about weight. Weight comes to money, whether it's in sheep or whether it's in cattle. You know, it's all about weight. So the Charlies can put on a big weight gain, really quick weight gain, quickly. 
but by the same token, will it be harder to calve? They, they say that, but I don't think that, that was back in the day they would be hard to calve. Now, I don't. I think the shell is as, as easy a calving bull as it is. You know. Do you mean now that we now have uh, cesareans? No, 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 no. <laughs> Just merely because we know we've got maybe there's more figures, so folk have actually been kind of watching the calving. You know, we have been kind of going down easier lines. You know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Can, like keeping keeping out of easier lines and. Yeah, and for anyone that doesn't know by that, you mean like your EBVs, you're, yes. lo you're looking at them pre-sale yep. and they'll be scored on their, their yes. ease of calving? Yep, yep, okay. yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, that's... So that is that your preference in a the bull then? Or, or one of the things you're looking for? Easy calving? Aye. Yes, but you know what it's like. I, I say that and then I'll go there and I'll go, I really like this bull and that. The bull I bought last February has got the worst calving can record there is. I okay. really liked them, so I'm not going to calves <laughs> off them yet, so... You're still we'll a farmer. Find. You're still <laughs> a traditional <laughs> farmer at heart. You still yeah. need to go for what you like. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. So you won't be getting into some of these um, extreme performance-recorded type sheep yet? And no. No? Still mm. Suffolk's? Suffolk's. Okay. Texas. And tell, tell us a bit about, you know, we've jumped right into talking about these calves and pneumonia, but actually tell us a bit about your farming business, like what are you running? Yeah, I've got 400, about 450, 460 breeding cows, which mostly go to the Charlie Bull. Uh, I, I bring in a hundred heifers every year, which gets kind of six weeks with the bull. They'll go to a wee few of them's going to Angus again. Most now, mostly most of them are going to the Charlie, and they're calved kind of March, April, and they get weaned October, November. So hopefully to sell January, February, March. That's the can. That's the plan with the cattle anyway. And the sheep, there's about sixteen hundred uh, yows altogether. There's 400 Suffolk cross shells, which will lamb in February to the Texo tip. And there'll be the rest of all kind of Scotch mules that'll go to the Suffolk tip, which they can, they, a lot of the yellow lambs will be sold to people to breed with, and I'll keep some myself in that. And how many acres are you running? So, all, my, all my land's rented, so I've got, where I stay at Orson, there's like 600 acre, there's another 300 that's on mains, then I've got a kind of hill bit that's 2,000, but it's a forestry commission bit, so... Like it could be, it could go for planting anything. Mm -hmm. It could go anytime. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I thought I would have lost it last year, but you just... Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, I, I had a, a forestry commission bit up at Darville and it's just gone this year. So and I initially took the lease for two and a half years. Yep. And I ended up getting it for about five years. Well, that's me, that's me, that's about three years now. And I think I'll have it to next back end, but it's just, you just, or next, can I next back end, but you just go. Yeah. Take the gamble. Farmers love a gamble. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, gambling on putting stock yep. in it. Yep. Yeah. And I then mean, what's the plan if it then does go to forestry? Do, would you need to, if you couldn't get another bit, just sell? Probably need to sell some of the cows and the sheep. But mm -hmm. there's usually always bits coming on and hopefully, yeah. you know, I have put the numbers up. So hopefully maybe one day I might be in a position to try and like purchase a bit, you know. Mm -hmm. I think maybe the tree thing has calmed down a wee bit and now and the farmers are, can maybe kind of half compete with the, the forestry to, to buy land now so well we're hoping that so yeah I, I, I definitely think we're starting to see easing a little bit yep. maybe interest rates starting to yep. to bite a bit as well I mean the big thing with me losing my bit and you'll be in the same boat is the subsidy like yep. because now I've got 120 acres and it's really that was my entire subsidy for me was yep. that forestry bit so it was 120 acres that I claimed Yep. that now next year I'm going to have 120 acres of entitlements and, and nowhere to claim that on. Should you do a wee summary of what a subsidy is, just for people who don't know? Yeah, so the kind of thing I'm talking about just now is the, the way the system works in Scotland, I'm not really sure how it works in England, is that we have, uh, essentially the land is split into three different regions, one, two and three, 
And depending on what type of region land that you farm, you are given a payment. So region one land, which all of my land is, a lot of yours will be region three at that 2,000 acre bit, is it? Or is it all region two? One. All region one. Well, half region one. Some half region farm. Two. Some hill farm. <laughs> so region one, folk will be doing quick maths now. Generally speaking, region one, I'll be getting about seventy-five pounds an eighty seventy-five pounds an acre, somewhere about that. Uh, and then you get a thing called Elfas on top for all well uh, that bit of ground I had, I got Elfas, which is less favoured area support scheme. And essentially if you're in a more a, a difficult kind of area to farm because the ground isn't very good you get an extra wee bump mm-hmm. um, although that's quite a Elfast is a funny one because there's a lot of areas and good farms come under Elfast nah, that know. you're like mm, yep. it's hardly a less favoured area it's a kind of mm-hmm. I think when as we spoke in the previous podcast about them reforming the subsidy I think yeah. Elfast will be one they'll certainly have a look at yep. uh, and they'll tighten that one up a little bit so all in I would be looking about 80 odd pounds an acre for the subsidy on that so it's about 8,000 pounds it was worth to me or 8,500 mm. pounds thereabouts and obviously 2,000 acres worth a lot more to James. <laughs> but that's, uh, the, the difference is, that was my first bit of ground, so I got those entitlements for free. Right, okay. the first time you claim for them, it doesn't know the first time you claim, if you're under 40 years old, you get your entitlements for free out of the National Reserve. It's a really messed up system that's, yeah, it's a, it's a kind of really, somebody's just made it really overcomplicated. Mm-hmm. I was speaking to somebody the other, the other day that said, actually, if they just never brought in this buying entitlements, and then they should just, and they could have just gave them all out for free, and just gave them to people that are actually claiming. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. if you get a bit of ground that has can be claimed, you just go to them and say, "I need to claim this." They dish them out because entitlements are there for every yeah, piece yeah. of land. Mm-hmm. So we're getting we're getting into quite complicated stuff now. But essentially, for you though, because you'll have already had your entitlements, you'd have had to stump up for two thousand. Yeah, so, so I it's bought, not pure I, profit. I, I bought the entitlements. But I only, I didn't know how long I was going to have the, mm-hmm. I didn't know how long I was going to have the thing for. So I just kind of gamble, you know, I was no, wasn't going to make much money the first year, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Very little. But then now because I've had it for, I'm going to have it for three years. Yeah, you're ahead now. I'm yeah. actually going to be ahead now. Yeah. So, well, uh, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course it is, of course. <laughs> but it is a big risk. I mean, 20, you know, to take 2,000 acres in, on a seasonal lease. Yep. Like you had, mm. you could easily get your fingers burnt yeah. and lost a lot of money. Yes. Plus, you bought the stock for the place. It yep. could have been a disaster. Yep. Thankfully, it's not worked out that way. Um, and but that's a private equity. That's not Scottish Forestry. That one. No, it's a private one. That's a private. Yeah. So private. They're probably more likely to delay yes. to see what's happening with carbon credits. Yep. Aye. Yeah. So you, yep. aye, ten years later, you'll still be there <laughs> because if they're anything like the Scottish government trying to work out how to do farmer subsidies, yep. they'll still be. They're getting a few windmills in now, so I'm just hoping that can the kingdom maybe just. Are they right? Leave they might, leave me alone a wee bit and just. They might just think let's just fill this with windmills, the big ones. Mm-hmm. Aye, that's another good yep. thing. Uh, we need to get somebody in that's a big windmill farmer. Yeah. You don't have any at home. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Where does all your money come from? <laughs> <laughs> Working hard. Working hard. I like it. Four hundred cattle though. Like it's you're, you yep. must, you're turning over some money in that farm. Uh, aye. Like cattle's just a huge turnover. Like yep. you, you just said there, like five grand to the vet just for one incident. Yeah. Mm. Like your overheads must be insane. <laughs> I do well. Uh, no, but honestly, like I you know. must just sit at night, like the money coming in and out like this must be wild. Going out, but Well, mm-hmm. it must be for feed, nah. for vets, for yep. medicines, for yeah, everything. Even the sheep. Yep. Shearing. Sheep shearing. Not so much shearing. Nah, no, 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 no. shearing's free. <laughs> 
Yeah, she understands that. That's to be decided. Because uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, he owes me. It's, yeah, it's balances like, out. When are we ever going to sit down and talk about it? Yeah, no. You know, how much is it? <laughs> can someone please tell us how much a bag of 2010, was it 2010 10 I got a bag yep. off you? Yeah, 600 kilos. 600, 600 kilo bag. There you go. Yep. Someone let us know how much that is, please, so we can get squared up. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a, a butcher shop in the business too? Yep. Yeah, my dad, he kind of runs the butchers and shop. He's in charge of it. So that's when did that start? He, he well he, he would come off a, a dairy farm which would be where this where actual Cammy's thing is like his unit unit this would be a part of Magba Hill which would be my grandpa's farm so it'd be a dairy farm and there right. was there'd be four brothers and there was no work at home so my dad went into work at uh, Magarity's in Kilmarnock a butcher's and learned right. it there and then started there and you know just worked away as a butcher for quite a long time and then we get a chance to, to get sown mains, but I'd only just be like four or five, and he bought a few cows and a few cows, and then just kind of reeled some calves. And so that's, that's how it's built up. That's how it all kind of started in that. And did you go straight into it from school? I went straight into the school. Yeah. I, I left the school when I was fifteen, and then went straight went, went straight in, and that's been it. You know, I like the cows, and I like I like the cows, and I like the sheep, and that. Are we always going to be a farmer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Aye. I've heard stories about you as a wee boy. Right. That you're just mad into it. Aye, yeah. I, lo- I love cows and sheep. Love them. Cows or sheep, though? But one? Well, I was always going to go for cows, but then when I seen how big the sheep game got, I said, <laughs> I've actually started to quite like the sheep now. I'm thinking, you're in the wrong game. I was thinking, these sheep are actually all right. Yeah. You know? And interestingly, speaking about the sheep game, uh, yourself, you were like one of the first farmers that we sort of did videos with because yep. farmers, obviously, have some strange, not strange person, I knew most people, but if you come on and you start wandering about with a camera. Yeah. They get very nervous because we've all seen these crazy peta videos and the way things can be twisted. If you know, yep. even some of the things you see on this farm in life aren't very well edited, and it, you mm. know it can sh- show things in a bad light that aren't really yep, aye, a bad thing. Whereas James is just like, I have a laugh. It's fine, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. And he would. The other thing is, he would be on camera. No, no one else wanted to be on camera. Because <laughs> it's something new, though, isn't it? Well, that's it. But it's funny how like now people will ask if you're going to make a video. You know, yeah. like you get the camera. <laughs> You know, yeah. are we going to do but a That video? was just Snapchat back in the day, Snapchat. It did start mm-hmm. on Snapchat. Aye. Yeah. How what? do you two know each other? I don't know. I bought a top off you. Aye, I bought a top off me and right. uh, said to take it home. I had no idea who this Cameron Wilson was. You know, just huh. take the sheep home. Well, I think it was three months later they came back for it and, that, <laughs> and that's how we oh, met. Oh, that's it. That's, that's how right. we met. That's right. Which I is, bought a top lamb. Aye, a top lamb. Really? Yeah. Aye, I remember that. And then, yeah, I probably was like, can you keep it? In? Do you know what the problem was? That was when I first started and I only had one field. Yep. So I couldn't really get, I didn't have anywhere to put the top until I put them out with the use. Uh. So I just asked James if he'd keep them. <laughs> until, that's, until, that's until, how we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's, that's right. I remember that now. I, I bought a blue lamb to go with, I think it was, it was a bargain as well. Well, I was extremely hard up. So I think it was maybe like £160 or something. It was an absolute steal. Was James was raging about it, and then <laughs> I remember you've told me this before. Actually, it's like you said something like you paid nothing for it, and then you came and asked me to keep it for three months. So that's how we met. That's how we. That's right. Yeah. the man stuff. Remember that? And then yeah, about shearing and yep. Um, not the scanning. Not the scanning. No, no, not the no. scanning. Why Bruce not? does the scanning. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce does the scanning. Aye, you've got to be loyal to your scanner. Oh, aye. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I wouldn't want it anyway. But what is your thing? Iona says everyone's got a hidden talent. What's your thing? Oh, I don't know. Maybe still to find it. Is it... Well, listen, you've had a successful year. That's part of yep. the reason you're here. 
let's talk about the things you've won because this this might be part of your hidden talent. So you won the Royal Highland Show with the commercial. Is it commercial cattle? Commercial was, cattle. Commercial yeah. cattle. You won the Royal Welsh Show. Yep. You won live Scott. Yes. Are we having another party? No, 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 no parties this year. Nah, any no. point. Once no. you've won it twice, it's like yeah. No, I'll, go, I'll go for three times, and then I'll have another party. I like it three in a row. <laughs> yeah. So you won all these things this year. Yep. Didn't win the Royal the Welsh Winter Fair. No, no, no. Why not? Because I didn't take the right in there. Okay. Why? Why did because you? Because I just I was just aiming for the Scottish. If you're Scottish, you want to win the Scottish Winter Fair. Okay, well, so like, it'd be too much to do both. Yeah, well, what's after, the difference? So after, she won, after she won, she had to be sold. She's got to be sold. Oh, really? Right. So, Why? Because you give up your prize money if you don't. Uh, so she's got. They've got to be. It's just. It's just a rule. They've got to be sold. How does it add up between prize money and what they sell for? Oh, well, this the, this heifer made nine thousand eight hundred. Uh huh. And there's about two thousand in prize money. So it was a good day. So oh, it, was, okay. it was a good day. Aye. Yeah. Well, that's that's your loss of calves basically squared up. Yeah, one sale. My one sale. One sell one beast and that's easy, yeah. That's <laughs> easy. Easy game plan. <laughs> it's it's, just, it's, it's weird that more people don't do it. It's just it is, it's just it is. Like, shh, shh, just printing money. Do not tell everyone. <laughs> right, so you won these things yep. with this this beast. You have four hundred cattle of your own. You bought this I bought this, I bought beast. this. I, why don't you just breed your own? Because uh, a different type of a I breed a different type of animal. Like I'm just wanting to breed a Good commercial animal. These ones that I'm showing are kind of, they're fancy bred. They take a bit of time. There is caesareans that are a wee bit harder where, like, you could, if you try to breed your own, you might get one, you can just go and buy something, I think, maybe cheaper than you can breed it. Oh, I would agree. It probably is. Do you know How what? much did you pay for that? But does that have a name? We keep calling it this. Starlight. Starlight. That's a lovely name. That's, that's, that's lovely nice, enough. that. So you bought Starlight. Yes. How much did you pay for her? 4800 and when did you buy her? I bought in March. March, right. At yep. what age? What age? She was be a year old. So she's a year old. So essentially just anyone can buy a beast to win the Highland Show? No. Where's the skill in it? I don't know, just, uh, well, it's also a bit of luck. A bit of luck helps. <laughs> Everything in life. Uh, but it's just trying to think how she could turn out. You know, like I, I, bought, I bought another one this year and she just didn't go the right way. Mm -hmm. This one just kept on going the mm -hmm. right way. I, well, as soon as I seen this after I thought, this is a must. Really, right, just okay. good. Just was just something, something about this after. I just thought this is a writing. And see those farmers who are breeding them. Yep. Are they also showing? Do they keep some to show? No, no, they no. Just they just they're just there to sell them. But to be fair, I don't think the the man probably knew how good she was. Like okay. when he sold her. Okay. And I, I got her home and I messaged the man saying, "I think you've just sold an absolute gem. I think this heifer's really, really good." Like. Really? Better than a lot of folk, you know, think she is. And, and he's away with his five grand checks, isn't this Aye, guy? I know, he's, he's like loving it, thinking <laughs> aye. Aye. Um, was, that, was that like the most expensive one on the day? Yes, she was the most expensive one on the day. Okay, she, wasn't, so she, wasn't, she wasn't the champion. She, Ken, she wasn't the reserve. She was just, she won her class and that was it. Yeah, so it's pretty easy. You just wait for the, the dearest one and buy it. No, no, definitely not. No? No, I think it's just a wee bit of, as luck, I think it has a lot of luck, but it's just trying to make sure that out of, the Everyone tells me you've got a very good eye for stock. Is that part of it? Well, clearly. Mm. Well, he's, he's bringing in luck, and luck is a huge part. Luck is a no, part of everything in life. Slightly like, modest. I think yeah. that, you know, it's it's a lot to do with the breeding. Like, I always think, see when you see like a show, where a show animal, it needs to have a good mum, but a better granny. Oh, I like that. 
Wait, that's what you use blacky voice, say. Granny's amazing. No, the blacky one, they're all just out the best you in the farm. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, James just tells that, but you have bought a blacky top. Yes, yeah. So, so you're, you're, you're big into these commercial, you know, you're winning prizes at Highland Show now, is the next thing you're going to be showing blackies? And no, no, no. I just think, like, maybe the bar looks good. I always try to look, like, kind of look by the bar and think, <laughs> oh, that looks quite good in that. Uh... James is talking about the blackie bar at the, the Highland Show. It always um, looks quite good. The Stocksman Bar, it's called, doesn't it? Is it called the Stocksman's Bar? Where the marquee is, where they have yeah, the black Yeah, next to the... Yeah, the feed, I think it's called the Stocksman's Bar. I think bar. I might just enter something not take it, you know, just so I'll get invited <laughs> into it. Well, James, I've got to tell you, I think you just wander in. I oh, just come you? in, yeah. I, I get just, a lamb roll. Aye. Aye. Oh, they, then, do, they do, they do a good well, lamb roll. I know what these blackie boys are like, they'll draw me in, they'll be like, I'll be like fish, fish, fish. Oh. Next thing is, I've bought a tip at 10 grand. Aye. A bit. Mm. Especially a guy... A horn. I've got a share. Aye, I've got a share on this. I've got a share on this top. So, <laughs> I, I, are you allowed to say how much you paid for it? Oh, it was just £300. £300? Aye. It's a bad guy, isn't it? Aye, that, mate. Is it the best share in the flock, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so Kirsten says. <laughs> so, what's next for you? On what stage? On the farming. Eh, well, we'll get the calves to sale in January, and then we'll be into lambing in February. Who all works at the farm? Eh, I've got George... George, uh, he's worked. He he would work start working with my dad. Like went to Solon Mains, which would be he's been a thirty five year. Oh wow! And I've got Martin. Martin came about ten years ago. So I both brilliant boys, the best. They're good lads. They're really good. They? Really good. Have uh, you got any brothers or sisters? I've got a sister. I've got a sister. She she married a dairy farmer. Mm. So big cash, yeah. loads mm, of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good <laughs> net net sheep. So, uh, like, no offence to our dairy farming friends <laughs> We know you're hard up <laughs> New tractor, new shed what, what makes more money, the farm or the butcher shop? The butcher shop yeah. Does it? More profit yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, aye, So how does that all work? So, <laughs> Sorry, very general question way, like just, So The sheep It's always our own lambs we kill okay. It's always our own lambs that go into, into the butcher shop mm-hmm. Cattle We'll go at some time, some time of year. We can't like fatten enough, and my dad's quite particular in what he wants. Okay. He only wants the very, best. very best. Okay, you know where, like, sounds bad, but I've got the good, the bad, the really ugly, and the three-legged ones. That's, <laughs> so, that, that's what you can call this podcast, right yeah. here. <laughs> so <laughs> he just wants to, and he wants to buy them at the right time. So like, they've got to be a certain weight. You know, mm-hmm. he wants them not above six hundred kilos dead, alive. Sorry, six hundred kilos alive. So. You know, three fifty kilos dead, three sixty kilos dead. Okay. So, is that not quite light? Yeah, I don't. Okay. I thought cattle was finished. Cattle were heavier than that. Mm-hmm. Is that pretty standard? Six hundred. Butchers will not go over six hundred. Not very many butchers will go over. 600. What? Why not? Just because the size of the sirloin steak, like you know, like the steaks get too expensive when they go bigger. Oh, okay. So right. Mrs. Mrs. Jones or Mrs. Smith will, will buy two steaks and just say they're twelve pound, but they can go to Tesco and buy two steaks for eight pound, but they forget to say that. Like Jim Nesbitt's steaks were big. Right, okay. The like, like, you know. Aye, they just see the value. Oh, yeah. interesting. Well, so, that's like, uh, someone did a post on Facebook about, like, lamb chops. Yep. How, like, the size of some of the lamb chops now in the supermarkets, it's, like, ridiculous. What, small? Or so, tiny, yeah, but really? they're obviously part of the reason they... And, and that there was a wee trend for a while. I don't know if it's still the same towards a lighter lamb. Yeah. Probably for that reason you're yes, saying then. it will be. Because mm-hmm. they make the cuts yeah. more affordable. Yep. More okay. as, that's exactly what it is. So get affordable. And generally speaking, our finished cattle at six hundred kilos. The type we are buying, yes. 
there is a lot of, like I'm breeding I'm breeding the Charlie cattle. Oh, they would need to go to seven hundred kilos. They take a bit longer to finish. Mm-hmm. Where like my dad buy a lot of kind of limousines or Anguses or Lamy Anguses, which are easier and they'll finish. So yours are always heifers they buys females. Right, and is there, there must be a trick in that. No, too. I don't think there is. I think you just well, some butchers will only buy bullocks. Some will not bother buy both. Mm-hmm. My dad usually only buys right heifers. Don't know why. Don't know what the reason. I don't think there is a reason. I think they just quite That's... like a heifer. <laughs> but that is strange to me. Like, surely you'd think you'd go where the value is. Yeah. Or does he not worry about value? He just he just buying it. It buys on what he what he can make money on. You know, it's like quality, mm-hmm. quality. Yeah. The same as if you've got a collie dog. Would you always have females or males? That's a good point. Actually, I'd always mm-hmm. have females. Yeah. I see. I would always like I would always have females, but then some people always have males. Dad always has males. But the, he's never female. but, the, but the difference is, I'm always males. Mm-hmm. Dad. But, like, the difference is I'm not hanging the dogs up. No, I know, but it's just always pretty, pretty probably. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's, it's very well respected, of course, the butcher shop. It's it's well known. I know. It's... Is that a handy way to get rid of your uh, dodgy lambs, too? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I've been used to go to an abattoir and that, so, like, when that's near that's any use. Ah, right, okay. So it would only be the best. Again, the lambs have got to be, like, you want them... 24, 25 kilos dead, okay. so they're yeah, yeah. heavier okay. lambs than that. So yep. no, when the customers wouldn't, they would know if it was near right. Like yeah, of mm-hmm. course, yeah. Mm-hmm. He has quite a big farming community, like a lot of customers in the farming community. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. And he's got two or three wee towns he goes around. Uh, you know, and Bank Moss Balone. restaurants does a lot of restaurants. Aye. A lot of restaurants. Is that where the money is, or where is the money in butchery? I don't even understand. Sausage. I, I, I never understand. Is it? Sausage. Is it? Beef or pork? Well, no, lawn, uh, lawn sausage. Uh-huh. Oh, like slice? Is yeah. it? Mm-hmm. So my dad always says, maybe ah. just tells me that, but it'll oh. not be it'll not be the deer cuts. It'll not be on like steaks and that. It'll be on the cheaper cuts of meat. Mm-hmm. I, I always just wonder how butchers actually make money because like, and, and they always seem to do, be doing all right, but it's like you've got, you spend so much to buy the premium stock. Yep. And then you've got to turn that into a pound. Like it always seems so difficult. And in the current economic climate of everyone trying to save money, well, not try to save money, but folk are definitely a bit harder up. Yep, yep. So, like, going to the butchers would be the first thing to go. But a lot of his customers won't be impacted no, by that day. No, a lot, a lot, I would say... If like you're buying meat for the butcher, you're still going to be all right. A lot of his customers will be the older generation. Like, like, our kind of grands and grandpa age, you mm-hmm. know, they'll be, they'll be old, a lot of them are older. There's so that is so a many. worry going forward, isn't it? Because yep. people are moving away from buying locally and... But the, the thing is, like, you know, like if you think probably you're... Your grand probably never worked because your grandpa would work and your grand would always be at home. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. now, like, can mums work? Like, no, it's you know, awful. It's absolutely terrible. We're expected to go out there and make a pound. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> if only could have been born 30 years ago. I eh? know. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have to do all this. <laughs> seen, and, seen and not heard. <laughs> um, yeah, so I suppose that, yeah, that's a factor. And in, in terms of the farming, then you're probably at your limit with, with ground, do you yeah. not? Like yep. it's a big handling for even yep. just you and Martin and, and Jordy. Yep. Ah, it's probably it's just big enough and that, you know, it's just if we just sit there now just to see how subs go. Yeah, you know? well that's gonna have a big impact on your business yep. with the acres. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and and for next year oh, you obviously love the shows. You're yep. big you're big on the show scene. Yep. Was winning the Highland your biggest achievement in the shows? Yeah. Probably was I the Highland show, I but I've showed at the Highland show for I think my first time was there, about 1999, so that'd be 24 years, years ago. ago, and that was the first time 
I'd like won it. I've been reserved a few times, but that was the first time I'd oh. won it. So it's, it's not just something you can just go and buy a beast. Like it takes that, years and years and years to. There's a prime example of how you can't just. Go no, and no, buy it just it takes you, it yeah. takes you years. You know, for years and years, I was always just like at the end of the lines, end of the lines, and then I think it was about 2011. I had a really good wee, a nice wee heifer called Little Boots. And she seemed to be the turning point. You know, I would just, I'd get two or three tickets with her and she won the Young Farmers Rally, then she was just there at the Highland. And then, you know, you get made hungry for for looking for... One step up? Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and do you think that was you starting to really get your eye in? Maybe getting... I'm, but when you say it turn, was, turning point, but, it's but not... The, the cattle have changed so much. Like, you've got to keep going with, probably the same as the blackies, you've got to go with the trend. Mm -hmm. You know, it changed. Mm -hmm. Like, for, for what, a, what a show animal looked like 20 years ago to now... For night today, you know. Oh, and, and again, talking about the blackies because I, I, I know more about sheep than I do about cattle. But you see, like the old photos from the nineties, like what was a Highland show winning blackface sheep to compared to now, and it's like yeah, totally different mm -hmm. sheep. Things, they're a lot more kind of like Perth types, were they not? Like, yeah, back, yeah. And, whereas now, you know, they're very much tighter skinned and nah, no. So, so it's uh, so has kind of changed. It has changed a lot. Like things have changed. So just I don't know. Maybe I've just been like I've kind of found something I like. I always think like. You should buy something you like. See if you stand second or third with something you like, you're better standing second or third with something you like than some than standing first with something you don't like. Aye. I'm, I'm, Aye. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I had a, I had a, a book um, a few years ago and you know, and he won a couple of classes. You know, I, I never really liked him. And it just wasn't the same, you know. You don't get, don't yeah. get the buzz. Nah, right. Where this head, the heifer I had this year, I loved her. You know, and even I had a heifer last year called Moonlight and she was third at the Highland, third at the York. She was third everywhere. But she ended up winning the live squad right, right she, at the last show. She won show. air though, didn't she? That was the first. Did she not win air? No, no. This is like one for last year, Moonlight. I did. She not? Did that not no. win air? No, was she was third. She was third. Ah, uh, so and, and I loved this effort, but she was just third everywhere. She was just mm -hmm. always third. Just yeah. you know. So no, uh, Starlight won. It won uh, air show. It won. Was that a one air show? Okay. Starlight and Moonlight are half sisters, same father. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and what's, let's give the breeder a shout out. Who's this fantastic breeder? That, well, they, they, is it two, two different breeders? Two different breeders. Ah, right, okay. You just followed the line. Uh -huh. Ah, yep. interesting. Yep. Right, okay. So, they came out of a wee market called Pateley Bridge in York, in South Yorkshire, I think. I mean, you going to get uh, this. Really? Because so, you've paid a pe pretty penny for it. And I remember hearing and thinking, Oof. I know. Get very excited in that. I'm <laughs> excited in that. Okay, but the good thing, I suppose, could have kept her. I mean, I take it she's gone for breeding she, as much as it's commercial. Yes, this cat. one last year's didn't. She didn't go for breeding. She went to a butcher. Okay. This year's has went to. It's went for breeding. It's went to uh, James Alexander, the JLX herd in Northern Ireland. Yes. So they're big business. A big business. Big. Serious. Selling sells a lot of tractors, jeeps into these pods and that now. So um, I. Wow. He's somebody you should speak to. He's definitely, a good I follow them on Facebook. Uh, like they're always new stock on yep. and, and sells like a lot of heifers. Very sharp looking stock. Like they yep. have a type. They're obviously yep. breeding towards and yeah, so yep. they no, like no. It. So that's where she's away to. So I'm guessing my maybe, maybe take some embryos out her and then we'll sell her and calf to some fancy bull and make a big penny on her. Hopefully. Uh, well, interesting, but it blows my mind that one of these show cattle. How much did Moonlight sell for? Seven eight seven thousand eight hundred. To a butcher. To a butcher. What? Like and will that butcher make that that butcher will make that money back? It was it was it was his it was a hundred it was his hundred and twentieth year in business. So it's just right. a promotion. You know, oh, he actually okay. didn't even he didn't actually put her away to after Christmas. He actually kept her to January because he, he was busy enough in Jan in December. So this we and it was a great like, you know, he got a lot of new customers out. Right, okay. Brilliant. 
she was really, it was uh, within a weekend she was away because he kept us separate and really that's, good. That's well, it, yeah. Did you take some? Eh, no, I didn't take any. No, she actually went to the local, she went to uh, Alan Australians just next to you, Ken. Is that who year. bought her? That's who bought her last year, yep. Right? Oh, just wow. that's from, we were in Stuarton just now, so that is literally yep. 300 metres away from this building, yep. just down the, the high yep. street there. That's where she went. Oh, good on him. So. I'll need to stop in and buy something then to. Aye, I think it was sold out for last year. No, just to give them a boost though. I mean, Aye. like, good on them. Yeah, yep. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, still blows. Would they make a profit out of that? Eh, no. 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 But they get really good yeah, publicity. Yeah, like long term. Yep. How much does a butcher make out of a 600 kilo heifer? What would they make? Yeah, what's, what are you selling that? If How much that. Uh, at market, that's going to cost you 1600? No, she would need an 1800. 1800. 1800. For, for the. Right, 1800. Yep. How much. When you chop that up into steaks and mince and lawn sausage? I think I think that they talk. They hope to make about 30%. 600 quid? Is that a good markup, Iona? Yeah, I think 30% is all right. I suppose it is. I suppose for all the work, that's what works in it. Like Yeah, and the farmer has to get money as well. Like, it has to be worth it. The farmer will make less than 30%. I don't mm, think they're fed yeah. in that. That's, that's the problem, isn't it? It's like the farmer keeps it for 18 months and makes less than the butcher. Yeah, but that's exactly it. Yeah. That, that, and the same with supermarkets and yep. all these all these things. And that is the, that is the for, always the issue with farming. And, and we go on about it a lot in these campaigns. It's like the farmer's not rewarded enough no, for the fact no. he takes all the risk. You know, because all once it's risk. bought at the market, once it's at the market, all the risk is over. Yep. Like, um, no, that's interesting. What about sheep? I don't. I, I honestly, I wouldn't even really know. I think it was probably sim- similar. But lamb is. I, I don't even think it would even be as much because my dad always says like, he'll make half the year he'll break even with a lamb, a quarter of the year he loses money in a lamb, and the other quarter he makes money. So he just breaks even in a lamb. But you're a butcher, so you have to sell lamb. Honestly, really? Yeah. That's mad. There were a few butchers that will not sell lamb because it's so expensive. Just so why expensive. is that? Just lamb is expensive. It's very expensive, yeah. isn't it? I know, but why? Pay? You know, I wonder why. But I think it's just demand. Aye, but I don't like. I don't really like know if there's a lot of people like eat lamb. Like I like lamb. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought, I I thought that part of our reason our strength here is because we have such a large, large Muslim community. Like that must be one of our biggest strengths here in the UK. Because yep. a mate texts me from New Zealand who'd listened to the podcast mm. and said they're getting fifty pounds per lamb just now. Is that what they're getting? Yeah, we're getting one hundred and twenty average. Yep. But if there's so much demand, why are butchers not making money? But there's, there's butchers here aren't making money. We've a, we have. A, oh, you mean for export? If, 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 if we say that the big draw is the Muslim community, mm-hmm. which I think it is a factor yeah, in yeah. lamb in the UK, mm-hmm. absolutely does, and the fact we are so close to uh, a large Muslim population in Europe through France and all these other countries like that is a big benefit for us but like we have a tiny Muslim community in Scotland like we don't mm-hmm. have diversity in Scotland at all because there's, no, there's nothing really up here for no that's true <laughs> even like the NHS side of things I know it gets a bad rep but one great thing about where we stay in Ayrshire here is anytime you go into that A&E at Chris House which is our local yep. like you're seen hours faster than if you went to the Royal Infirmary in Glasgow like I, I remember going in there with a cut to my eye from a, a feed bag actually and I tried to be a hero and go to my work in the police when I used to work in the police. How did ju- the feed bag cut your eye? The wind hit it and it just ripped across my eye. Oh, like a really bad paper cut? Aye, but I thought oh, I'll be fine, it's like it'll heal. So, but it, gets, it, it got so bad that my eye swe- swelled up and then because that one was so painful I couldn't see the other one because it was streaming. 
So I literally couldn't see. And, well, I could like, barely muddle my way through. And so I said, my mate for the work, the gaffer says, oh, are we you up to the hospital? So I was up to the hospital. And by this point, I'm like ready to beg. Like I'm in agony. If anyone's ever had a cut to the eye. Oh, like, oh I, I, I'm actual eyeball. Oh, I thought you meant to top it. No, no, my actual eyeball. And it's like there's oh. there's nothing you can do to oh. take the pain away. And if, you, what, what folk don't realise is like your eye moves constantly. Like you can't stop it. Like if you think about it, it moves more. Mm -hmm. So I'm constantly rubbing this cut of and oh, the pain. Oh. And I goes up and she says, oh, it'll be, be about four hours. Wait. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's like I can't. And I says to the, the last that was working with me who drove me up, I was like, you just run me to Chris House. I'm like, take me down there. And you know, well, I mean, we drove down to Chris House, which is about 30 minutes away from Glasgow, into Chris House, in within 10 minutes. And they gave me this, uh, anyone that's ever had an injury, it's like a numbing drop. And see the relief, honestly. If she'd said to me, I'll give you this, but it's a thousand pounds. Oh, easy. Magic. The, the release, this wee drop. And then I managed to convince her to give me a bottle home with me because like, you'd wake up, you just wake up through a night in agony. A couple of drops, you could get back to sleep. I just spent, I had to spend like a day in my bed. Cause I couldn't go anywhere because I couldn't see. <laughs> That's awful. Because it's so bad. I know bad. off from my bag blown up and cut my. How's your hair now? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it out. Actually, <laughs> no, actually, I, I have a hernia as well. Old age doesn't come. You ever had a hernia? I have had a hernia. Have you have ever, you? Did you get an operation? Aye. I, I. How long did you wait for the operation? Oh, I can't remember. I think I've had two. I had one when I was a wee tiny boy. Then I had one maybe I don't know five six years ago. Maybe longer. No, maybe more than that. And it changed be better back then. I I, I'm just gonna have to go private. I think so. You have to get an operation for it. Yeah. What do they do? They put like a mesh in. Aye, mesh. Eh? It's all keyhole. Most of it now. Eh? Oh, is it? Aye, well, I might get one, and it's fairly well cut open. But I honestly don't care how they do it. It's, it's just get it done. Is it causing you pain? Oh yeah, yeah. Aye, you need all day, to get it done. Day. In that. Oh, yeah. is it? It's like it's in my dangerous. Groin. Oh, is that it's what's dangerous. wrong with you? Aye, that's why I'm so miserable. <laughs> this hernia. Yeah. No, it's it's these ailments don't come themselves. I tell you. I'm just wondering how we got for butchering. Hernia. I know that's so we've not actually had many tangents. To bad eye. No, I know it's like, it, that, but that's the beauty of podcasts, eh? Especially was we just talk, we just veer off. Any tangents you want to cover? We'll talk about. Do you have any here. interests out with farming? Uh, no, I don't think I do. No. no, that's the thing about farming, isn't it? It's kind uh, of all-consuming. You wouldn't suit Iona. Iona's looking for someone with interests outside of farming. Oh, <laughs> well, we get through one podcast where you don't mention the fact I'm single. I think it's good to just remind people because there could be somebody watching that's like, oh well, I'll drop a message to the show. Podcast at fedbyfarmers.co.uk Is it blackie bit me puts a lot of folk off? Blackie sheep? It's, Why? It's one of those intimidating things. Like yeah. your dad's John Murray. It's like, you know. Oh, come mm. on. My dad's not intimidating. No, he's not intimidating, but it's, it's a big deal. So it's like, you know. You know. You're kick mafia, you know. I think most will, just, most will just think they're not worthy. Like, imagine yep. you've got to turn up at Chris Flat and... <laughs> he sells a tip for 50 grand and you're there, you're there with a wee Chinese in that. Aye, banging his lassie him in. Aye. I was like, no, like, no. <laughs> uh, so I think that, that'll be the worry for a lot of boys. But we'll, we'll get into this. We keep saying Iona's on um, Bumble and we're going to do a Bumble podcast where we look at our Riz. Well, and, and people know oh, what Riz is now. I was telling people about the Riz and it's short for charisma. Oh, is it? Riz. Your Riz, charisma. your charisma. Right, there we go. You heard a Riz. No, I've never heard it. No, neither that. But, well, I had because it was on social media, but it's like, Riz is like your chat. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do a wee podcast. You don't Riz. need to worry about How's that. How's your Riz? I good, I good. Good. Mm -hmm. I would say that's James's uh, most, his best feature. My Riz. Your Riz. Your Riz. Yeah. Good Riz. Yeah. What my hairline? 
maybe once upon a time. I was thinking, you were saying, like, we're getting £120 for our lambs, right? Mm. And Australia's getting, what, £50? New Zealand? New Zealand's getting £50, apparently. So, but what's the cost difference? Yeah, that will be question. a factor. The, the, but then the other factor is there's no subsidy. So so that's to be taken into account. There's an interesting one for that we do have a lot, actually quite a few New Zealand listeners. So if you could get back to us on whether you think you're ever going to go to war with China, as per my last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not my last podcast, that was uh, two, two weeks ago now. I somehow got on a tangent of talking about how China's buying all this land in New Zealand and if they ever go to war, it's a disaster. Won't happen. Anyway, you can tell us about that and also tell us about your cost of production. How much does it cost you to produce a lamb? I don't actually really know. It's bad, eh? Bad. I, know I, could, I would have no idea. I know it costs me bad. more than I make selling them. <laughs> just just <laughs> oh, because I'm in I'm in minus £52,000 I'm sitting at just now. So I'm thinking every, every year it'll be different, eh? A good scan. If you get blackies, you're fine, eh? Oh, you're laughing. Aye. Oh, oh my god. Eat hair <laughs> Even though tubs, though useless tubs get sold for three hundred pounds a mug. Aye, <laughs> 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 oh, but it's not the best show in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. It's got riz. It's got riz. As soon as I you seen that top, as soon as I seen that top, I just seen. I, it's I, got I don't riz. Even, They just picked it for me, Evan. Yeah, well, that's aye, that's it. That's the perfect. What made you want a blackie top? I don't know, I just it's a bit of funny. It's a laugh, yeah. isn't it? Ah, yeah, it's a laugh. Yeah. It's a laugh. They'll get you into the bar. They look like good folk, eh? The blackie folk. It's fun. It's, great. it's a great community. Aye. It is. They, they do have the best, uh, the best sort of parties and stuff, you know. Aye. Stock judgings and uh, sale evenings. Lana, you'll be able to get in the bar at Dalmally now. Oh, aye. What about they say that? Is it Fort William? They say that's good. Yeah, it's good. They I've only been really once. It's good. Yeah, I, thought it was, I think it was a poorer turnout this year. Oh, I don't have a wee damp scrub on it, but yeah, I had guys get back to Fort William. What was the bar going. like? I'm sure it was bouncing. Mm. Well, that's all that I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was bouncing. Yeah, I'm sure it was absolutely fine. Okay, so we'll see you in the Blackie, Blackie tent next year at the yes, Highland Show. Uh, yeah. We're going to do some podcasting from the Highland Show, I think. Oh, I, I want to good. get up on the stage, the Sheeran stage, in the evening and do a live podcast. Oh, that'll be good. I just pick a subject and we'll talk about it and we'll have a wee audience and we'll get some questions from them and <laughs> see what happens. Mm. Um, good. So, any other tangents? No, what, does ta- what does tangent mean? I don't even know what that even means. Uh, it's some type of orange, I think. No, you're thinking Think tangerine. Ah, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So I'm tangent, like if you're kind of on speaking about something, but then you go off on a tangent. All oh, right. Do you know so what that I mean? was a kind of rant, no? Uh, basically, it is usually yeah. it is usually with me. It's just some sort of rant about something, something um, about wars and. I think there's going to be a, a World War Three. Eh? Aye. Oh Aye. no, I don't like talking about that. No, I'm only talking Imagine. about that. There absolutely is going to be. Do you of think so? Of course there is. What do you think the cause will be? Food. Do you? Yeah, food, shortage and, food, of food. And, food and climate. Yeah. Shortage of food? Yeah, shortage of food probably due to the changing climate. Yeah, I think so. Many years think it'll be? Oh, few, mm, oh years and years. Uh, I, like I, out with my lifetime? Yeah, you won't oh, see it. Oh, that's fine. I'm fine. Don't worry, you well, won't I see, see it. it. No, you definitely... <laughs> <laughs> Remember I'm mid-30s, just yeah. mid-30s. Oh, we never actually confirmed. What age are you? Mid-30s. Mid-30s, <laughs> What okay. does that mean? 38. 37. 37. That is mid-30s. There you go. Uh, no, that's... Uh, listen, we'll all see a war at some point, but you're right, we shouldn't dwell on it because we don't need to worry about it. It's more our no. grandkids, I think. Uh, James, thanks very much for coming in and having a wee chat with us. No problem. Great to get your insight on buying a winning cow. <laughs> Heifer. Heifer. I'm terrible with all the terminology. I just want to say beast all the time. It's complicated. I think it is. Congratulations on uh, on your victories as well. Thank you. Very impressed. 
and it's nice because I know you. Anyway, thank you. No, thank you. So that's us. What do you think of that? Fantastic. Yeah. J- James is a favourite. I mean, it was great just to get him on. He's just had a bumper year. Yeah, he just, has. You know, with the, the victory at the Highland Show, which was, was, was special, partly because I know him so well and I knew how much he wanted it. What was, did you see him that day? That night. It, what was it like? Well, it was a waste of time speaking to him. It was, was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few beers gone and and it's one of those ones when everybody's patting you on the back. Yeah. And then he was, later on that night, he was crowd surfing and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and, and it's just a great community because he's so well liked. Yeah. Everybody was happy. So everybody has his yeah. back, yeah. Even, the, you know, the guys that get beat and all that. And, and to be fair, that's generally the case in showing there's never bad blood. No, I'm not saying never. There's, no. there's not often there's bad blood. It's, you know, well done, we'll come, mm-hmm. we'll get a drink uh, and we'll have a laugh about it and I'll try and beat you next year. So well done to James for a successful year and uh, getting lucky buying that buying that heifer. Yeah. Uh, and anyone else, just watch the one James bids on next year and just buy it. Just, <laughs> just outbid him. He's, he's, although he's got a lot of stock, he's not got that deeper pockets, so you will be able to beat him. Um, so yeah, no, and that's it, Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. We better head off and do something. I know. Are you a board game? Would you board game? Uh, not if I could avoid it, but if I, if it's a family thing that I have to get involved in, then I will. What about a quiz? I'd rather do a quiz. Mm, yeah, okay. I'd much rather do a quiz. Quiz and a game of chess? <sighs> Nobody to play chess with, I don't think. I could try Lizzie's brother maybe, but I don't think he plays chess. So unfortunately not. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a rare thing, a game of chess. Have you learned it yet? <laughs> no, I'm no, not okay. okay. That's what I should have got Iona for Christmas. Unfortunately, <laughs> I got you nothing. <laughs> And on that (laughs) cheery note, have a great Christmas, everyone. Mental if you listen to this on Christmas Day, but even if you listen to it after, I hope it's been a good one. Do you want to say anything nice to them? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You just normally do the last thing. You're right, I was. I know I did. I know. I just, I I thought I'd give you a chance there, but you didn't take it, so that's okay. (laughs) I have been Cami. I have been Iona. And we are both fed fed by by farmers. farmers. Join us, I own.